0: Hey, everybody. We hope you had an awesome holiday season and are off to a great, happy, and healthy 2021. Today, we are going to be replaying one of our favorite interviews with Gustavo Ortega-Oyarzun, the mastermind, the genius mixologist behind all of your favorite cocktails at La Cava del Tequila over at the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot. We wanted to share this with you because this was our very first interview that we ever had on the show. And this year, like we said in our last episode, we are going to be finding all the best that Florida has to offer when it comes to subject matter experts for all of your favorite places in paradise. So stay tuned for more and enjoy a replay of this week's episode.
1: Tired of the
2: everyday grind, want to get
3: away from it all,
2: descent into paradise, Florida. Greetings
1: everybody from sunny Florida, here's wishing you the best of everything, and it's my personal belief that the best of everything comes from right down here.
0: Well, hey everybody, this is Steph from JustTodayInParadise.com, and welcome to episode 18 of Just a Podcast in Paradise. Me and the Dip crew love living in the Sunshine State, and it's our goal to help you plan for your very own day in paradise. Follow along as we explore the Keys, theme parks, springs, and everything in between. As you know, we love to enjoy an adult beverage or two while we hang out with you guys, and today's cocktail is inspired by the mastermind behind some of your favorite Disney lounges. So be sure to check out our social media for the recipe if you want to drink along. We're ready if you are, so kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. Hi guys. Hey, Hi. we've got Megan and Garrett back in the Stu Stu Studio. Stu Stu Studio.
4: I so know who we are. You know they do. I, just, I think they know what this. I love this time. our intro song. It's pretty good, right? I just yeah. think vibe. It really gets I you in the mood. Really yeah, yeah. No matter
0: what's going on, paradise kind of just who composed it melts away. Well, I did. Oh, very. I mean, impressive. I don't want to brag. Actually, okay, I I screwed and chopped it, but the backbeat that you hear is from, gosh, Soulfire Productions and Soul Fire. Spell F A Y A H and, and, and
3: tell it. tell the audience how much you paid for that song. Throw
4: I got a really
0: song. good deal. Yeah, so twenty seven dollars, twenty seven thousand dollars. Yeah. So as you can see, we need you to check out our Patreon to support the Dip Crew, so we can pay off that song.
4: You wouldn't have that awesome song,
0: <laughs> right? Otherwise. Exactly. Uh, so today we have a very exciting show. Uh, we've got Megan and Garrett with us, and in just a little bit, we're gonna have a special guest, a very special guest. Really? Yep. Wow. It's a surprise! I know I'm pretty oh. excited, uh, but first I thought I could paint a little picture and help teleport you to my favorite pavilion in Epcot. Mm. You guys know what it is. It's dark. Yeah, it's, it's always nighttime there. Yeah, it's and Mexico. A really Mexico. Fun ride there. There is. So, for you guys at home, I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving. I'm gonna paint you a picture. So imagine it's a beautiful summer day. It's hot but not humid. Maybe like 86 degrees. Nice breeze. You enter the World Showcase from the left, which is, of course, the correct way to enter the World Showcase, and you come upon an enormous Mesoamerican pyramid. You walk up the steps, get inside, and lo and behold, you are transported to a bustling Mexican marketplace in the middle of the evening. The air is cool. There's beautiful twinkling lights overhead, colorful handmade art, the smell of chimichangas waft past your nose, and you see a beautiful river off in the distance, it's time to explore. Can you guys see it? Can you feel it? I Are you there feel with it. me? Oh I can my god, I got the chills. I'm emotional. Yeah, yeah. did you write I that? I almost wept. I did. You wrote that? I did write it.
4: Only someone who's really experienced and appreciated it. this place. I mean,
3: it's it is incredible. It's, it's and, incredible, and I don't think I ever appreciated it till I was older. Uh, just because, like, I just wanted to run. Epcot was like my least favorite day when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, ah, it's lame. not I don't so much to for kids. Yeah, because there weren't that really many rides, all that kind of stuff. But like but, when when I got older. Now, you guys brought me there for the first time when I was over As 21, an yep. and it was amazing.
0: Oh, it's incredible. It's like you literally forget that you're at a theme park. You think you're in, well, Mexico. Yeah. I was going to say another world, but Mexico is of this world.
3: And I will say that that ride is so, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's one of my favorites just because it's like a dark ride. Uh-huh. I like the vibe. I love, Don Duck's my favorite character from
4: Disney. Oh, really? Uh, That's Disney. cool. Do an impression for us. You have a I dark. cannot. Why don't you try? He's your favorite.
0: I feel like you're gonna spit all over the microphone if you try it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's not
0: bad. I'm better it than Mickey. Oh. Oh. this took a turn. This took a weird turn. But uh, what I love about this pavilion is really, it has everything. It has, well, wait, it has everything. It's also funny how Mexico being our neighbor, there's something familiar about the culture, but also it feels a little exotic. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really feel like that close to us, but it, but it is. Uh, What I love about this pavilion is the wide variety of shops to meander and things to do. You have the Grand Fiesta boat tour that Garrett was talking about. You can even kind of see pseudo fireworks in there. They're not running fireworks right now at Epcot, so you could ride uh, the Grand Fiesta tour and get your fix. Uh, You have the San Angel Inn for some amazing food, and you can even sit in the San Angel Inn and watch some of the the boats go by as you eat, which is
3: pretty cool. Also, just about the boat ride, it's starring... The three caballeros.
0: That's true. That's Mexican for cowboy. Like yeah. a Spanish for they're cowboy.
4: They're all birds? No, it's Donald
3: Duck. Do- yeah, it's Donald Duck and mm-hmm. who are the other? The other
0: there's D- Donald Duck. There's the two birds. There's like a parrot they're, they're and birds. like a cardinal. One's Jose? Probably. Or am I thinking of the bird from the Enchanted Tiga I'm Googling it. All right, let's find out. We got we to gotta know this stuff. This is who critical. different the critical. three
4: caballeros? Could,
0: hey, do you know the song? No, three caballeros, three gay caballeros, they fly just like birds of a three feather. Gay they're, they're gay, caballeros? yeah. Huh. They're happy. Uh
4: huh. Wow. <laughs> Before it's time,
0: right? It was very, <laughs> very trailblazing, very progressive. So it's
4: Donald Duck mm-hmm. paired with his old friend Poncho. Ho- Jose Carioca. I, it was Jose, the cigar smoking parrot from Saludos Amigos. So maybe not. Who represents ahead of his
0: time. Brazil? Yeah,
4: Brazil. Brazil. And then later. They're friends with a pistol pack and rooster named Panchito Pistoles. Poncho, I said Pancho. Panchito. That was Panchito. close. Panchito. That was that's pretty Mexico.
0: close. That was okay. a really good
3: accent.
1: Babe.
4: Yeah.
0: Good job. Panchito. I love Thank that. Thank you. It's
4: almost like I took four nice years job. of Spanish in high school.
3: I took 11 years and I don't know a
0: thing.
4: How do you say like
0: Mazel in Spanish? I don't know. I
3: think it's just Mazel
0: <laughs> I wanted to be like congratulations. Cumpleaños?
4: Yeah. I think that's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> birthday. Yeah.
0: Con- con- We're gonna cut this all out. One- there is,
4: I think, there's like a congratulations in Spanish. It sounds like congratulations.
0: Yeah, i that's confusing. When One that place
3: happens. I do, I did like that was that I didn't know was there was where they like make glass sculptures. Yes, I so love that. cool. They
0: blow glass all day long. I've actually like almost lost my sight staring into the glass blowers for so long. No. Yeah, I was no? wrong. It's felicidades, like yeah, felic felicidades, felicidades, Megan. Or your Panchito accent. Uh, (laughs) uh, The real draw for me in the Mexico Pavilion and Mm. where we've spent all of us several hours together. The whole time. Is La Cava del Tequila. And it's always nighttime in there, so you don't have to worry about when you start drinking. You know when they say it's 5 o'clock somewhere? It wasn't Jimmy Buffett that said that. It was actually Panchito. And he was in the Mexico Pavilion. I
4: remember. Uh I remember. I heard him say it. (laughs) It's
0: cinco o'clock somewhere. And we're at the (laughs) La Cava del
4: Tequila. So let's talk. We're going to talk more about what we can get at the La Cava del Tequila. Yeah, tell us. Tell us why it's so special. My favorite beverage that has stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. It has been something I've thought about for many years, and I'll never forget it. It's my destination cocktail at Epcot. Mm -hmm. We all know what it is. It's the Ep- it's the Epcot margarita. It's the avocado margarita. It is the it's avocado the margarita.
0: margarita. It's kinda of turned
4: into <laughs> it is our the op- Epcot, Epcot yeah. margarita. It's
0: so good. It It is good. Yeah. What it, so how would you describe it? Because that sounds the first time you hear it, that sounds disgusting.
4: It's kind of got a creamy texture. Yeah. Yep. It's not savory and the flavor is really more like melon, because they use a melon liqueur in yep, it. Yep, yep. And so it gets the green from the avocado, the creaminess from the avocado, but the melon flavor, it's sweet, oh, it's not so too good. sweet. The texture is it's, so perfect. It feels yeah, relaxing. I, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't think I got one myself when we were there. Sweet. I just had mm-hmm. shots. Yeah. The flights. They the were flights. flights We so had lots flights. of flights. Yeah. Yeah. My, my bank account didn't like me after that
4: trip. <laughs> Do they have <laughs> you any food other than like chips and guac and queso? Uh,
0: last time we were there, it's just like the chips and stuff, yeah, but if, if you good, go and explore the San Angel. Well,
3: we were there for the for food and wine so like it wasn't like we were eating
0: right yeah
4: i just wouldn't recommend showing up there in the beginning on an empty stomach cause that's true just getting chips and they're good chips but they're only gonna do so much for you're you gonna tank if yeah, you, have you might want to
0: eat especially if you go for food and wine you're gonna pass a lot of booths on the way to mexico so you just stop well if you go bite. that one way but if you, the this, other way no still be some yeah it may
4: mm-hmm. not be the time to talk about it but they didn't do flavors from fire this year Ugh. the food and wine festival R.I.P. I'm really upset about it.
0: That that was my favorite booth of all time. Me
4: too. Yeah. Me too. The corned beef. I don't know if you've heard us talk about it in previous podcasts. <laughs> we, I think we Probably have at least three episodes. It. But it is so delicious and it's gone and who knows if we'll ever get it back.
0: We'll call flavors. From
4: yeah, you, at could, least... you could
0: just email Disney the way you email Taco Bell about your naked chicken chalupa. Yeah, that's
4: true. Naked, yeah, that's Taco Bell, much. if you're listening, Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> Bell, I'm talking to you. Bring back the naked chicken chalupa. Um, all right.
0: So what other, do you remember any other drinks that you've gotten?
4: Just the flights? Just I really flights. pretty much just get the avocado margarita mm-hmm. as my cocktail and yeah. then the flights. And then
0: the flights, yeah. They also have, um, I think it's a, a cantaloupe margarita. They have uh, a they spicy have a margarita that's really good. They have, they have there's a whole book oh, of different margaritas that you can try.
3: Somebody got a spicy margarita. Or that. It might have been me. It could have been Maybe. me. I don't remember. But somebody have, like, had it because I tried one. Oh, yeah, really the blood
0: orange, yeah. And they're hefty. Like, they're not they're big. tiny little oh, margaritas. No. Yeah. So yeah, they're really no, they're big. Good. And you can get yours, uh, you can sit and get a table, or you can take yours, they'll put it in a to-go cup, and you can walk around with yeah. it. That's we awesome.
3: Yeah, we sat, and we waited for a table. We did. Because we I like the experience. But it wasn't, It all, wasn't it like, you didn't have a reservation, you, didn't you have to like, it was like Yeah, first you can't make, make a serve.
0: reservation, yep, it's first come, first serve, but they'll take your name, put it on a list, and then they'll find you a table. And there's some cool, like, it's a it's a tiny spot, so you feel really Big. secluded. Yeah, you feel big in the spot. Uh, But it's cool. And then they have uh, paintings all around that represent the process of how they make tequila. With the Mm. guys with the agave Mm -hmm. plants and stuff. It's really cool. Our
4: producer would like to make reference to the sangrita.
0: Oh, sangrita. Yes. This just in. This just in from the producer. This is actually her favorite part of ordering uh, tequila shots there. And they have a rather extensive menu of tequilas and mezcals. But you can order with a sangrita on the side, which is not for me.
4: Uh, I like it. I'm I like to chase I don't with something that. a
0: little bit sweeter. Uh, it's sort of how would you describe? Oh it? my <gasps> gosh! Yes, I remember that. It's like salsa. It's yes, but like it's pure liquid. It's not chunky. Right. Yeah. Correct.
3: I was drinking those by themselves.
0: Yeah, they were delicious. You were. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like when you take I'm a shot of tequila Harper. and the sangrita. It's kind of like a bloody mary. Yeah. Or it was. A it mary. was. Mm-hmm. A great Thank you, producer,
3: for saying that because I forgot about that completely.
0: Yeah, so we've got a drink here with us that we whipped up. Megan and Garrett actually helped me whip this one up. This is a play off something that you can get down in Disney World uh, that is called a Yucatan, a spicy Yucatan margarita. We're going to find out in oh. just a little bit. I'm oh, glad you so asked, weird. Garrett. Oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wow. cool. <laughs> um, but it's got ancho reyes, which is a liqueur. I thought you were going to
3: say anchovies.
0: I like, no, I wouldn't mean? have a drink with anchovies in it. That's gross. Uh but ancho reyes is a green chili liqueur. It's very delicious. A hint of spice, and then we have some orange and lime juice and tequila. What do you guys think of it?
4: It's a little, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's refreshing and mm. will also be a little bit savory because mm, of the the, the green spice. chili. Yeah. So it might be for everyone because it's savory, but mm. it's nice. It's like a it, feels warm we're living that craft cocktail life. that's right and i've never
0: looked back <laughs> seriously and um i'm happy to tell you guys we're actually going to take a short break <gasps> we're going to invite on our guests oh my god and they're going to educate us on how to step our cocktail game up a little bit more and maybe even show you where you might have tried his cocktails already before oh my god you guys ready i'm
4: so ready let's
0: do this all right short break we'll be right back
4: Wow, playing frisbee on the beach is the best. I
0: know. What a great day for fun in the sun. Why don't you come join us, Garrett? I know how much you love ultimate frisbee. You know, I'm actually going to sit this one out, guys.
4: Garrett, that's not like you. Is something wrong?
3: It's just that, you know, it's really hot out, and and my thighs, they're they're so So
0: clammy. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, bro. We've all been there. I've got just the thing in my beach bag. Try this Bala powder. Powder? Steph, isn't
3: that for babies?
0: (laughs) Not this powder, Gare Bear. Whether you're enjoying an actual day in paradise or just grinding away and daydreaming of your next dip to come, Bala body products for men will keep you feeling fresh, comfortable, and smelling great. The finest Italian talc blend with all natural essentials and fragrances that will keep you cheat-free and walking confidently wherever your journey through paradise takes you.
3: Wow, Steph, you're right. I've never felt so fresh and comfortable. I'm gonna wear this at the office.
4: And it smells good too.
3: Alright, Garrett, go long! <laughs> Don't mind if I do,
1: Steph. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sunny, Florida.
0: (laughs) So welcome back from our break, everybody. Today we have on a very special guest. He is currently owner of one of the best Mexican restaurants in Brooklyn, Casa Publica, and the founder of Art of Drink, based out of Miami. He is also the maestro of mixology and the creative consultant behind some of your favorite cocktails around Walt Disney World. We have with us Gustavo Ortega Oyarzun. Welcome, Gustavo.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, How's everyone there? oh we are so good so really excited
0: well. to have you <laughs> yeah we're very excited uh we recreated one of the cocktails that we found on your website under the disney section the yucatan spicy margarita it's delicious first oh, yeah. of all Thanks. yeah <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> thank my you so much one. Yeah, the ancho... Oh, perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah garrett drinks a little bit faster than us usually <laughs> so, so let me drink
2: fast so i can catch you guys up <laughs> yes please
0: please please do uh, but before we dive into the work you've done throughout Orlando and Miami, I'd love to help our listeners understand a little bit more about your life before you got into the art of cocktails and how that's influenced some of your work.
2: Sure. Uh, well, I'm, uh, originally from Mexico from a small town. It's called Celaya in the state of Guanajuato. Uh, that is where I grew, grew up. I was raised right there and, I. Uh, I had a lot of influence from uh, my, mo- my mom, mm-hmm. which she used to cook a lot. <clears throat> but uh, I went to architecture school, so it was something completely different. Uh, that's when I get. Uh, that's when I moved to New York. That was about ten or more years ago, mm. and and I and I came for an architectural job. That's when uh, I start working in restaurants. And I fell in love with a, uh, with a bar, with a restaurant industry, the restaurant industry. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And that's how everything started.
0: That's so cool. That's such a cool story. And, and I love how you said that, you know, you used to help your mom in the kitchen because I can remember, I'm actually from New York as well. And I can remember being a little kid and, you know, being like, Pulling on my mom, like trying to yeah. learn some things. So, do you feel like she instilled any practices in you that you still use today?
2: Oh, definitely. Uh, something that she taught, uh, she taught me was always like, in, like instead of like cooking, she teach, she taught me how to eat. Mm. So, in terms of how you mix things to create new products or new things. So it was for me it was very interesting to see her cooking, but also it, it, it see her, how she eat. Like the way that she um, had a plate and put and mix all the ingredients with well-balanced and each bite well, for, for, wasn't a, a whole experience.
0: Right, right, that is so cool. And I, yeah. I love I love too how you shared about uh, your architecture school because to me, like, cocktails are so much like food. You know, it's first you eat with your eyes and then you sort of craft, like to you said, like what your mom does, the entire experience. So do you feel like the balance of artistry and mathematics have kind of lent itself to your career in uh, mixology?
2: Yes, definitely. Uh, for me, making a cocktail is like, Uh, building a house so you need uh, the structure the underground structure uh, which is the spirit then you will have the walls uh, which is uh, the modifiers or the liquors. then you will have the painting uh, which is like some uh, cordial syrups or any other ingredient that you can add. And then you have the decoration, which mm-hmm. is the garnish. So for me, it's like pretty much the same. The same uh, basics.
3: I get it. It's like art. I, I love that. It's... it's Yes. I mean, and going back to kind of what you said before, like everything kind of pairs per, like pairs with specific things. So when it comes to food, also when it comes to drinks. You know, yeah, drinks exactly. Yeah. Fruit, so. You
0: need both of them together. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd like both of
3: them together. Exactly. Right? For and, sure. they, and they accent each other.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and
3: also... Also, something that I
2: love it is making a cocktail for a specific customers and mm. feeling their needs. So, I I specialize in architecture. I specialize in furniture. So oh, okay. I love to make I love to make furniture for like uh, for the houses that I used to make. But uh, like it took me a couple months to make this uh specifically furniture for someone and it was kind of like interesting the process sometimes they didn't like it sometimes it wasn't what they expect so it took me like a long time to have that process while making a cocktail is like right if i can make it like in five minutes Mm
1: -hmm. and if the
2: customer doesn't like i can modify it really quick and have the same feeling of the customer like when they try it that that emotion it's, it's exactly the same. So it's, and it's way cheaper and faster. So (laughs) yeah,
0: cheaper for sure. Depending on, you use the tippity top of the shelf, but it's so so funny that you say that because you know, they're like, if you have your favorite piece of furniture in the house, like for me, I have a sofa that has a recliner on it and I always find myself, Mm -hmm. even if I try different spots in the house, like that is my spot. You know, I feel like furniture is a pretty intimate item, you know, especially if it's in your home or you have it custom made and there's some drinks that can kind of bring you back to Mm. a moment or, you know, kind of feel like home. And so it's funny that you shared about the furniture, because a little bit earlier in the show, Megan shared about the avocado margarita. And for us, uh, the avocado that you have down at Epcot is like, that's like home for us. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like when we drink that, we're like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) we're here. Uh, So it's it's obvious that the level of care that you put into your furniture, you also have in your cocktail. So we thank you for that.
2: No, thank you. Yes, I I appreciate that you like
0: it. Oh, yes, my gosh. <laughs> I can go one right now. Uh, but so for me, you know, someone that's moved through different spirits over the course of my life, like I find one spirit that I hang on to. And right now it's really just tequila pretty much exclusively. Uh, when I was younger, I used to drink vodka. I thought it was a little bit easier to drink. But now it's if it doesn't have tequila in it. I really don't want it. And uh, I've heard people say that tequila is... Healthier for you, and that it doesn't really have the kind of sugar that other spirit, spirits have. Is, do you think that that's true? That tequila really doesn't give you hangovers, or is a little bit healthier of a spirit?
2: Uh, yes, it is. Actually, it's scientifically proved that the all the agave spirits is the it, it, they don't give you hangovers.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: the thing is. And a lot of people have this misconception about tequila when they were like, when actually, when I was young, my first uh, time that I drink with my friends was with tequila.
1: Mm.
2: And got, I got wasted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like everyone, like everyone, I'm pretty sure. Right. <laughs> and, and, I, and I hate tequila because it probably was like a really bad and shitty, not even 100% tequila. Right. And... And even smelling it, it was like terrible for me. So it took me Mm. like a lot of years to understand. And now that everyone has like more chance to buy good tequilas, and and that approach between the the product that is making in Mexico, which is 100% agave, Mm. in terms of any spirit. way easier to find it right now in the market Hmm. so it's so my suggestion and i always say i always tell people is like okay if you think that you don't like tequila try a like a good one because Mm -hmm. that is going to be something completely different and going back what you say about the hangovers uh, the sugar, like the process when you drink what happens is like your liver needs to, like to process right. the sugar and, and turn it into glucose. Uh, so so your uh, system can process it. So that is a function of the liver. That's it. Right. So what happened with other spirits, grains, sugarcane, uh, vegetables, like potatoes, uh, it's, it's very hard for some livers to process. So that's why you get hangover. So, but with agave spirit you start breaking the enzymes to convert that alcohol into glucose. Since the once that you drink it mm-hmm. with your saliva, that process starts. So it's really easy for the body to get rid of it.
1: Interesting.
2: The problem with mostly spirits as well is the sugar that you added. Right. So if you drink like a margarita with a, with sugar mm-hmm. or like a artificial flavors or another artificial ingredients and stuff like that, you obviously, you're going to get a hangover, but it's not because of the spirit. It's because of the sugar that you drink. So the best way to drink, for like for me, the way that I like and the way that I suggest is just agave, like tequila, mezcal, uh, raisilla, eh, sotol, any agave spirit Mm -hmm. with water.
0: Oh, interesting!
2: So you you like literally you, like drink it neat. If you like, you can add a, a, a ice cube, uh, the same way that people drink whiskey.
1: Right, right. Uh,
2: and and just with water. And I can assure you, if you drink a whole bottle of tequila, you will be fine the next day.
0: I accept your challenge, Gustavo. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. Perfect.
2: Yeah. So let's get together and drink
0: it. Yes, totally. (laughs) We
1: totally should. Uh,
0: But yeah, we, I, you know, a lot of that we've done sort of, you know, in trial and error. And it's funny, Megan, we have Megan here with us and she used to not be able to keep up with us. You know, we would go, we'd get like tequila flights or, you know, have a a few cocktails, like craft cocktails. And she would always want like the frou-frou sweet sugary Sugary, drink. What what was your go-to before?
4: Uh, a Long Island very often. Oh gosh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't
3: friends.
0: With yeah, Garrett the wasn't around then to, <laughs> to warn her, but uh, and she would always feel sick. And then we kept saying, "Megan, you gotta just have tequila. Just have some straight neat tequila." Mm-hmm. And sure enough, yeah. she's cured.
3: I yeah, it's a much
0: better time. <laughs> yeah. It's a much better
3: I time. Agree and better completely. for you. What was it? Maybe two weeks ago, we went out and all I had was tequila the whole night, and I woke up the next morning early to go to the beach with Megan and. I was like, I've never felt better in my life. Yeah,
0: you're a new person. Yeah. You're rejuvenated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I think for a lot of people, like people are learning that, you know, especially with the internet and craft cocktails being so huge. Uh, tequila is becoming more and more trendy and it's rapidly growing in popularity around the globe and is actually, I don't know if you know this, but it has become the second fastest growing category of spirit in terms of sales. Oh. So, yeah. uh, and then with Mezcal, of course, close behind. And I think that tequila almost used to have a tation for being like a party drink where you just take shots with your friends and have a good time. Like you said, that was your experience, uh, first of all. But like you said, there's so much more to experience uh, tequila and other agave spirits with that. And if, in fact, I learned while we were doing a little bit of research about you that you're an agave sommelier.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. I didn't even know uh, that existed.
2: <laughs> well, it's uh, I, I don't know if the word is like, classify like that, mm-hmm. but I, so I uh, specialize in agave spirits because I always work or mostly in Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. So that's where I start working as a, a, and I start as a server uh, and then I, I move uh, to the bar and I was a manager of a restaurant awesome. but mostly of the restaurants that I work before we're Mexican And because of because I'm Mexican, I specialize in most like mostly all uh, Mexican products so that's why Agave is one of them.
0: That's awesome. So do you find that you I know you said that you'll make different cocktail recommendations based on the person that's in front of you? Do you feel like different types of tequilas or mezcals are suited to a different palette?
2: Yes, definitely uh as you know i like to comp- i like to make uh, uh, uh compare uh agave spirits with wines mm,
1: okay
2: because uh like you you can pair like a lot of kind of wines with the kind of the food that you're having
1: mm-hmm.
2: even if it's italian japanese mexican chinese like uh you will have specifically this uh, a kind of wine from, like, I don't know, could be like thousands of kind of different wines. So it's the same with the tequilas and the mezcales because, as you know, uh, to make tequila, you need blue agave, mm-hmm. first of all. Uh, but to make mezcal, there's around or more than 120 varieties of agaves of green agave wow. to make mezcal. So... You can have even one, one plant, the same plant, for example, as uh, I would say like a madre cuiche, which is a specific kind of agave to make mezcal. But it depends on the area, depends on the terroir, depends on the process. It's going to taste completely different from one brand to another. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same as a wine. It's the terroir, the kind of the grape, the terroir, the process that is how it's made and how it's uh, storage. So, you so mean like on the, the, barrel. the barrel that you're using? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it's exactly the same with the agave spirit. It depends on the plant, the terroir, the process, the storage, um, and then the bottle. So, it's a whole like, even from mo- like the same brand, sometimes mm-hmm. it's very, di- very difficult for them to with one uh, batch. That is ha- that is different timing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's probably gonna taste different.
0: Oh, it's so interesting.
3: So, yes. So it's roughly kind. It's kind of like the difference between just regular, you know, whiskey or bourbon or rye whiskey or anything like that. It's all kind. It's all dis- distilled the same type of way, but you know, just a little bit different,
2: essentially. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a yeah. So if you in whiskeys, you have uh, different kind of whiskeys. Uh, so it also depends on the grains, depends uh, how it's made, and mostly important in whiskey is the barrel. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly.
0: So cool! I didn't know that there was that much to it. That's so neat. Thank you for sharing. Uh, (laughs) And and I always loved the opportunity to connect with an artist. And in my opinion, all mixologists are artists, but you are definitely very high up (laughs) on our list of artisans. Uh, So, which is perfect. Of course, you're welcome. Um, Because we discovered your brand, The Art of Drink. So tell us what you do at Art of Drink and how you design your salts to complement cocktails.
2: So everything starts when I... Like uh, a couple years ago, when I start working in the bar, I start working with some brands, okay. and I get into a different uh, contest. Uh, I I was in well, one of the most famous uh, contests is a World Class by Diageo, uh, so I went to this one, and I and I went to a different one, and I learned that. Most like some of the also mixologists or bartenders that I was competing with, they were they were developing their own brand somehow. So I had a friend who draw um, my logo, which is pretty much my face.
1: Yeah, I love <laughs> it. It's so cool.
3: I'm actually on the website right now. I love it. Yeah. It's so it's it's clean. It's easy to read. I love it. <laughs> so and he did that logo for me.
2: After that, I decided to name it Out of Drink, and but it was just for doing consulting to restaurants. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I won also a competition for uh, to become the mixologist for La Cava del Tequila.
0: Oh, interesting! Yes. I didn't so know that.
2: that was a contest. Uh, and the finalists, we were around five bartenders. So the contest, the contest was national, nationwide. And the finalists, we were, I think, five bartenders from New York. Uh, one of each bartender was like sponsored uh, from a different brand, and I was invited by Casa Dragones.
0: Oh, that's a great brand. I have a friend that's sponsored by them as well. Very cool.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So they suggest me as a bartender to compete and that's what happened. And I won. So I became the uh, mixologist for, uh, for the Mexican pavilion in Epcot and I started working with them with another brand, uh, with another place. Sorry. Uh, so the art of drink became something different because besides doing consulting was also making like a specific kind of cocktails for all the restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I de- I started designing the sauce for these cocktails. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah. So, and that's how we started when, and it was, it became very popular most and mostly uh, La Cava. Also, La Cava, Haciendo Sarajelina, all the restaurants in the Mexican Pavilion and mm-hmm. Epcot, uh, it became very popular the salts that were using. So, in that, is, that uh, I took that as an opportunity to make different kind of salts and start selling it on the side.
0: Right. Yeah. Of course. And so,
2: that's... I mean, any anyone that uh, are listening to this podcast, this podcast can go to outofdrinknyc.com. Uh, which is also my uh, Instagram. Uh, it's at out of drink NYC. And they can go and you can order uh, all the salts uh,
0: online. Yeah, which awesome. is great because, you know, especially right now, depending on what part of the world you're in, a lot of people are needing yes. to be their own bartender. So yes. <laughs> if you want to level up <laughs> your game, definitely go to artofdrink.com. And I have artofdrink.net as well. Is that different?
2: Well, artofdrink.net was uh, it's like for like the whole umbrella. Mm-hmm. So if you go to outofdrink.net, it says you can visit my website and see what I'm doing. Uh, and also you can go to outofdrinknyc.com, which is just specifically for the salts mm-hmm. and the cocktails that we're making. Like we also have uh, Cocktail NYC, which is something that we just developed uh, here during the pandemic, where we are making a cocktail uh, to go, which is
0: yeah, we uh, so
2: yeah, so it's it's just in the New York City area because we deliver. I deliver personally.
0: Oh wow, so, that's awesome! That's really yeah. <laughs> good. Awesome. We have some friends in NYC, so we'll tell them to give you a call.
4: And to thank you for having that competition. I know, I mean, yeah. And thank you for margarita. entering that
0: competition because <laughs> you've changed our lives absolutely. Uh, and I think like a lot of listeners, uh, a lot of our listeners especially are huge Disney parks fans. Uh, and we, you know, we posted a little teaser about getting to meet with you today, and already people were super enthusiastic <laughs> around getting to connect with you. So I know that okay. they want to know specifically what drinks did you have your hand in that they can go taste throughout the parks, especially now that we have Food & Wine Fest running, there's going to be a lot more traffic there.
2: Uh, Well, there's one specific drink that you need some most. It's uh, something that I start working with with a new product uh, made by Casa Lumbre. So Casa Lumbre uh, is one of the biggest companies uh, I'm pretty sure you heard of the product, which is Montelobos Mezcal, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
2: Ojo de Tigre. Uh, they have uh, Ancho Reyes, yep, which is a, a Chile Ancho liqueur. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what we're drinking
2: uh, tonight. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> and now they had two new products. One is uh, it's called Nixta. <clears throat> uh, sorry, which is a uh, corn liqueur.
0: Oh, okay. That's
2: interesting. It, it comes in a one of the most beautiful bottles that i ever seen in my life because it's, literally it's a corn.
1: Wow. The
2: bottle is a corn. It's brown. Beautiful. The bottle is amazing. Uh, and the inside of the bottle is way, like, you, you need to go and buy it. Uh, it will, you can mix it with pretty much anything. Instead of using, like, triple sec, a control, which it has like very tart flavor. Mm-hmm. You can use Nixta, So it will balance your culture perfectly. Oh, that's uh, so with this new product, I developed something that is called popcorn, um, <clears throat> pink popcorn, sorry.
0: Pink popcorn.
2: So pink popcorn. Okay. Uh, so this drink, uh, we started with a recipe, which was mezcal. Uh, cucumber, apple, uh, Nixta liqueur, and lemon. Okay. So it was, it was kind of like a pink. <clears throat> and then we start working and we developed one specifically for uh, La Cava del Tequila. And uh, it's Ojo de Tigre Mezcal, Nixta liqueur, uh, pomegranate, pomegranate, cactus uh, a juice. Mm. Uh, a lemon.
1: That sounds delicious. It's
2: it's so good. And also, it comes with a glass rimmed with popcorn salt.
0: Oh, Mm. cool. Yeah, Yeah, you got all of our attention. That is so neat. Yes. Especially in the heat, that sounds delicious. Yes. So the
2: salt, it it tastes like popcorn. Oh,
0: so cool. Let's go try it. Yes. Yeah, Garrett and uh, Megan have reservations for uh, when was it, guys? What for your reservations that you just made? Disney. Oh, for Disney. Oh, yeah. fourteenth oh. oh.
4: and fifteenth. Okay. So I'm yeah, sorry. So we they... made a
0: restaurant reservation. Oh.
4: <laughs> off. Yeah. So uh,
0: they're definitely gonna if as long as they are able to make it into Epcot because uh, you know it's been pretty tough with all the restrictions on... um, We will be going to Mexico. Yes. (laughs) That's always the first step. (laughs) Uh, So it's cool. So thank you for sharing that. And I think a big reason that a lot of people enjoy going to Disney Disney parks, especially Animal Kingdom and Epcot, is the feeling of being able to explore cuisine and culture in a more approachable and convenient way. And for so many, it's a lot easier to go through the World Showcase than it would be to stop around 11 countries across the globe, you know? Um, And so... In your opinion especially in mexico how authentic of an experience is it really and why would you recommend visiting la cava del tequila at least once
2: uh, sorry uh, can you repeat the question of I
1: course, yeah. A bit.
0: yeah so especially in mexico how authentic of an experience is this really and why would you recommend visiting la cava del tequila at least once so the mexican pavilion do you feel like it's an authentic experience
2: oh it's 100 authentic uh starting from like the place it's beautiful it's all you I'm pretty sure all you know already oh yeah mm-hmm. uh, the the decor uh, the service uh, the people who work there it's, it it really brings the authenticity of Mexico from the service the food is amazing the chefs that they work there are uh, extraordinary because they're doing an excellent job. And that was something very difficult to me because I want to pair all the cocktails and the uh, the spirits list with that quality that they had already. So mm-hmm. it was something very interesting and very hard to to try and, and to work with uh, because I want to be at that level. So. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess we, we did a good
0: job. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes, the best job. You know, we, we were musing before you got on that there's something about being in the Mexican pavilion, especially at La Cava, that the whole rest of the park just melts away. Like, you feel like you've been absolutely transported. <laughs> you could lose track of time there. You could meet new people. And to me, that's kind of what traveling is about. So you've totally brought that to life. And the tequila yeah, definitely they, helps.
2: Yeah, and even with, like... Uh, Hilda, Humberto, like they're uh, the best the tequila and mezcal ambassadors that you can even meet. They will give you their heart uh, with experience, and they will answer all the questions that you have. So it's it's a uh, it's a whole experience. It's not just that you go to try something. It's like you go to feel it, and it, it's amazing.
0: Yes, I totally agree. So thank, thank you so much for answering our questions. We do have one segment left that I warned you about yes. where we try to offer all of our listeners some kind of professional tips and trips, uh, or sorry, tips and tricks for when they're traveling around the state or when they want to bring a little bit of Florida home with them. So here we go. It's Tips and Dip. Tips and, tips tip. and Dip. Tips and Dip.
4: Tips and Dip. Mmm,
0: <laughs>
4: Tips and Dip. Tips
0: and Dip. Tips and Dip. Perfect. It's sips and dip. All right, guys, take it away. What questions do you have for Gustavo?
3: Gustavo, I'm, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you, uh, you didn't laugh during that. I'm just saying. Okay.
4: <laughs> That's hazing, hazing for me on the show. <laughs> so depending on where you are in the world and your comfort level with going outside, like Steph had said, there are a lot of folks that are trying their hand at being head bartenders at home. So we've got a few questions to see what advice you have for our amateur mixers, kind of like myself and Garrett. We're not the most experienced. Um, We try. Yeah, we definitely try. What are three or four staples that you think every liquor cabinet needs?
3: Three or four liquors? Just staples. It could be anything. Like
4: a bitter or a mixer? Just something that we have to have to make a good cocktail. Oh, sorry.
2: Okay. um, Well, for me, one of the most important things
3: is ice of course I didn't Just see good, that coming good, good yeah. carved ice yeah.
4: I don't have yeah. an ice maker so it's good to know <laughs> yes we don't yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: because it's, a it's not about well it's better always if you have big ice mm-hmm. like if you you can mm-hmm. buy these trays to make big ice mm-hmm. tubes uh, if you don't have them try to use wisely the ice that you have because the lesion in a cocktail it's like Mm -hmm. So what happened in most places is a lot of people doesn't know how to use it. And that is going to affect the final flavor. So for me, the first one will be ice. The second one, uh, obviously a good spirit. Right. So um, if you, there's some brands that you can use to drink as neat. I said, or there's some good brands to mix it. Uh, second one, the third one is, uh, always have a good selection of, of liqueurs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: As I said, if you have a couple, like good, uh, vermouths, yep. Um, like Campari, Aperol, those aperitifs, Italian aperitifs, is always a good choice. Always have, uh, there's, uh, as I said, orange liqueurs, but good brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be a little bit more fancy, you can use like Grand mm-hmm. So, uh, And beaters, like the fifth, but it's going to be like, uh, definitely you need uh, you need good beaters mm-hmm. and you need good syrup. Yeah. So uh, always okay. make your syrups with good sugar.
3: You're meaning if you make it at home. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: So if you make it at home, try to use like, um, like a mascalado sugar yeah. or some kind of sugar that is going to bring besides the sweetness, is going to be some flavor and a structure to the drink.
4: Like yeah. a raw sugar, like turbinado, yes. versus like the regular price. white sugar. Yeah, that. that makes perfect sense. Yes. I never even
0: considered that. I've always used white sugar, I've, but I've, that makes so much more sense.
3: I've done it. I've like created my own simple syrup like once, mm-hmm. and like it made the cocktail so much.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, you could totally get, I could see how you're saying, get more of a depth of flavor like yeah. that, almost like, not a burnt taste, but it's mm-hmm. like a it's a deeper flavor for yeah. sure. That makes sense. All right, yep.
3: here's one for you. Now, are there any specific tools that, you know, we as amateurs should add to our arsenal uh, when it comes to mixing these cocktails?
2: Yes. Uh, definitely a good shaker. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm that is the most a, a good strainer. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some brands on the market that you can find. Um, if you want, uh, there's a, uh, there's a lot of brands, but uh, my suggestion, if you go to cocktail kingdom, uh, I think it's I'm the bone that right now.
0: <laughs> Garrett's already <Yeah>. going.
2: <laughs> you will, uh, you will find like the basic tools, strainers, uh, jiggers, um, shakers, bar spoons, uh, glass. I love glasses this website already. To make, The glasses to make obviously like uh, dry drinks, like uh, old-fashioned mm-hmm. Negronis, right. all these. Wow.
1: Uh,
2: there's always good to have a nice glass. Yeah. Uh, but you can find mostly like, in a good price, and
1: That's they will send it
2: right away. Yeah, yeah, it's not
3: bad on the website. Eh? I
4: know Garrett and I bought a cheap mixer not that long ago, and we were shaking up the drink, and it all busted out the side. Oh, that so. was that oh, was right. that was because I had had a few to drink,
3: and I accidentally put <laughs> no, I soda think it water. Was the mixer. I put yeah, soda water. In it. I'm it taking works. notes. Don't, yeah. worry. don't worry, it happened to everyone, including us. <laughs> yeah.
0: it was my <laughs> birth. It
3: was my birthday, and I, we had got we had left dinner, and we had to get a mixer.
0: <laughs> it was an emergency. It mixer.
4: was an yeah. mixer. Exactly. We didn't have time to. But we'll one. check out Cocktail Kingdom for I a second. I love that. Thank you for
3: the tip. I'm already on it, I love it.
4: So there are a lot of high price tequilas out there. Do you ever think it's worth spending the extra money? Like, are there any bottles you would recommend that are high price and high flavor?
2: Uh, well, this is kind of a trick question because I I know that a lot of people like the most common. And the brands that they can get everywhere,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they need to be be care- They need to be careful about what they're drinking because a lot of very famous brands they use uh, n- uh, flavors. They add flavors to the tequila. Oh. I don't want to get into brands, sure. but uh, some of them they add. Like, for example, vanilla. Okay. So, for a lot of people, if they drink it, it's going to be really good because it tastes like vanilla, but Mm. it's not a natural flavor. Right. So, uh, you will find an amazing brands. I mean, I'm thinking right now, like um, Casa Noble, Mm -hmm. uh, Ambar, uh, Tequila Ocho, and... like in the tequila sites, those, those are like, uh, I will say, I mean, Casa Dragones, mm-hmm. it's a really good brand. So these brands are a good price and an amazing flavor. That's awesome.
0: We're going to have to go get a couple. Yeah. Of, yeah. And, ones, and, so. and,
2: yeah and these brands are you mostly going to find in the market. Uh, but definitely, like, if people have the questions about, uh, they can... Uh, they can text me. They can send an email. I can. We can answer all the questions that people have about a specific brands, or they can go to La Cava Tequila and ask for Humberto Anila, and they will answer every.
0: Oh, perfect! Nice. I know we'll be answering <laughs> next time. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to add one
3: one question to our to to what yes. we're going to ask you, because uh, you were talking about you know good tequilas. Have you had Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Taramana tequila yet? <laughs> Actually,
2: I did. What is it? Um, yes. Uh, I tr- actually I, I tried with Javier mm-hmm. uh, from La Cava, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it really really good.
1: It, oh, I it was
3: out. like I, I I've never been able to like drink a tequila just like by itself very easily, other than yes. like when we're just taking shots. And like this mm-hmm. was fine, like it was it was fine, and I, I was surprised. That's a big fan. I, I'm, me Garrett
0: too, I likes anything by Dwayne DeRoc Johnson though. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, course, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Very
0: good. So I've got one last question for you. I know that you've yes. done a lot of work in Miami and we have a lot of listeners that travel to Miami. Do you have a place that you love, like a great cocktail bar there, or anywhere that you have to go every time you're in the city?
2: Yes. I there's a couple of places that I like. Uh the last time I was there because I was there like uh, three weeks ago. Uh, I went to this a taqueria.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it's called uh, La Santa Taqueria. Okay. Uh, Is uh, Right now, for me, it's one of the best tacos in Miami, uh, and I try the michelada
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, with a Cerveza Tulum, which I had it before, but it was like I, I didn't remember the flavor, but it's so good. So oh, you have exciting. to go ask for uh, the, Villa, the Villa Melon tacos are one of the best tacos i ever tried
1: awesome. with
2: a Michelada with Cerveza Tulum. And um, we are going to be doing something uh, in a couple of months in Miami. We are oh, wow. having a project over there. Yes,
0: that's awesome. You have to let us know, and we'll share it on our page so that our listeners can get over there. And we're not too far. Yes. I mean, yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll go come. too. We'll, what are you talking <laughs> about? We'll yeah, go. but definitely, let us know.
2: Yeah, we have a, a Mexican uh, venue, mm-hmm. uh, and I am helping with the consulting for the place, the drinks, everything, and it's gonna be amazing.
3: Oh
2: yeah, like so that. it's a surprise. I can't. Tell you that much. That's
0: okay. We love surprises. Uh, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you stay tuned, you're gonna you're gonna figure out. Absolutely. And maybe you can we can meet and have a drink there. There we go. Yeah, I'll
0: I think I think we owe you a shot for sure at this point. <laughs> 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 Only high quality, ha- the
4: highest quality,
0: highest quality that is. you recommend, and then we'll give it to you. We'll give we'll it right we'll to <laughs> you. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, Gustavo, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us today. Uh, you know, like I said, there are so many people that just appreciate all the, the work that you've done in curating these cocktails. And tell us again where they can find you on social media.
2: Okay, so you can find me at out of drink NYC. Uh That's my Instagram mm-hmm. and my uh, Twitter. And you can, um, you can go to outofdrink.net and then you can find everything that I, that I did, or like my website and also the salt, you can go there as well.
0: Well,
3: you just got a new follower just letting
4: you
0: know. <laughs> you're, you're Garrett's uh, your new best friend. So Hello. thank you again so much. Thank we you. appreciate you. No, thank you. And uh, yeah, we will stay in touch and let us Absolutely. know when that secret is out in Miami because we'll be sending everybody there.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Very I,
2: good. I, thank you so much for having me. Uh, and, yeah, let's keep in touch. We're going to have a lot of surprises for you from, uh, from La Cava, from all the Mexico Pavilion, different restaurants, and now this new project in Miami. Awesome. We,
4: we are looking forward to that. Very Perfect. Excited.
2: Yes,
0: very excited. very excited. Have a good night. Okay, thank you. Have a good one.
4: you Bye. Bye-bye. All right, how fun was that?
0: It was awesome. That
4: was great. Right? Man it. knows his stuff. No I kidding.
0: learned
3: how to drink. Better.
4: I didn't know he was an architect. That's so cool. He's like know. obviously like always a creative person. Right,
0: exactly. And yeah. you know, it's funny that you say that because his he said that his mom taught him how to eat better and Gustavo taught us how to drink better. I'm very excited came full circle. to
3: to meet him in person. Someday.
0: Oh yeah, I hope we get to because wow. I I knew I loved him before I met him. Yeah. <laughs> it's Great like guy. that Savage Garden song. All right, guys, it is time for our Just a Day in Paradise Trivia Challenge. You are playing for one of our sweet sticker packs that represent some of our favorite places in Florida. Here we go. Here we go. The grand opening of Coronado Springs' new high-rise tower was back in July of 2019. The tower features 16 floors and 545 guest rooms with 50 suites. With the opening of the tower comes a new arrival and reception experience for the whole resort featuring a dramatic two-story lobby. Toledo... The Tapas Steaks and Seafood Lounge and Dahlia Lounge on the rooftop of the tower offer amazing eats and delicious libations with panoramic views. Grand Destino Tower takes its name from the surrealistic Disney animated film Destino by Walt Disney and what renowned surrealist artist. Do you guys know? You can't say, but do you know? I'm not sure. It is.
4: Could I hear it again? <laughs> the whole thing.
3: It is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio.
0: It's not. It's not Leonardo DiCaprio. If you think you know the answer at home, let us know on Twitter at the Dip Crew or email me at Steph at JustodayInparadise.com. We will select one winner at random and shout you out on our Instagram story. Good luck. Okay, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Just a Podcast in Paradise. We know you have your choice of travel podcasts. And boy, do we thank you for choosing to travel with us. We would love it if you would subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Because my gosh, they just keep getting better and better. Every Am I right, Garrett? Every
3: single week, Steph. Every week. We're Every setting week. the bar higher. What do you think, Megan? We're always
4: going to...
0: 12 stars. 12, 12, stars. Every single star.
3: We're only at episode 18. Let's get higher.
0: Higher. You can also follow us on Instagram at Just Take a Dip for daily updates on what's happening around Florida. And check out our YouTube channel, Just a Day in Paradise, for destination ideas, restaurant reviews, unboxing things you might want to take on your next trip, and copycat recipes from some of our favorite places in Florida. We're wishing you a little bit of sunshine wherever you are, and we hope to see you in paradise soon. Say goodbye, everybody. Drink
3: some tequila for me, everyone.
0: Everybody, take shot, a shot. shot. Shots, shots.
4: Peace.
0: Adiós. No. I wish we could have taken a shot with Ju- Justus. Why did we not do Gustavo. That. <laughs> oh, we should have. We, we should gotta get him back on. We had called. All right, round two. Outro. That's it. Get him back on. Get him back on.